I want to share this clip with you because it's just sort of jumping out at me and then I want to talk about it a little bit. Let's take a look. Why does a train's engine need to be packed with sand? The sand is vital to boost the train's friction. When encountering an uphill journey, the train's traction alone is insufficient to progress on the smooth tracks. This is when the sand comes into play, efficiently heightening the friction between the wheel hub and the tracks. Did you guys catch that? So I never knew this. A train, or at least in this case, I don't know if it's every train, but a train has a little spot where it's releasing some sand on the actual track. Now I would think that make the track more slippery, right? But this is actually intended to create more friction. So we're talking about a locomotive that weighs tens of tens of tens of thousands of pounds, right? Who would think that it needs to have additional friction? But in this case, we're learning that something as small as a grain of sand can create friction on a train wheel and help something so large and so powerful to move. And I just think when I saw that, I couldn't help but think about how God allows large and small things in our lives to help us grow. Really, we're not going to grow unless we have some type of friction. If you're someone who goes to the gym, you know that you have to feel some level of discomfort in order to grow, in order for your muscles to get stronger, muscles to get bigger, in order for your lungs to get stronger and have the ability to move you further, you have to push yourself to tell your body it's time to grow. All right, so let's take a look at a Bible verse that has to do with this. This is in Romans 5, 3 to 5. And I'm going to read from the King James. It says, And not only so, but we glory in tribulations also, knowing that tribulation worketh patience, and patience experience and experience hope. And hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. I'll read that again. And not only so, but we glory in tribulations also, knowing that tribulation worketh patience, and patience experience, experience hope. And hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. So what's that saying there? That's saying that tribulation, friction, hard times, that we can glory in that. We can glory in that because we know that it's going to work in us patience. Has there ever been a time in your life where you know it was really difficult, but as you look back on it, even though that time was super difficult, you can look back on that time and you can see how God grew you, how he grew your character, how he grew your spirit, how he grew your stamina for difficulty. I know it's true for me. 
We have moved a bunch of times as a family. I've been through a number of things with my own health, the health of my family. I've encountered really difficult experiences in relationships. And what I've learned is that while these things are difficult, just like working out, just like if you're a runner, just like if you're a runner and you start by running maybe a quarter of a mile, eventually a half a mile, and then a whole mile, and then before you know it, maybe two or three miles, we are prepared to encounter more difficulty with less stress, more focus on God, and the ability to help others through those difficult times as well. So when the difficult times come, God doesn't want us to run away. He doesn't want us to focus on just ourselves. He wants us to focus our eyes on him. I know that it's very difficult to experience difficult things. This world can be a very difficult place to live in. But Jesus offers us hope. He not only offers us hope through his son, Jesus Christ, not only through that, but also through the ones that love him, his other children who are here to gather around us and to love on us and to care for us. See, our problems and the problems of others are not just for our growth, but they're actually for the growth of everyone around us. If no one is sick, if no one is troubled, if no one has a tribulation, which I don't wish on you, then there is no one to serve. There is no need to serve. There is no need to make food for a friend. There is no need to have someone lay down, cover them with a blanket, and show them love. There is no need to give someone a ride to a doctor's appointment. There is no need to cut your neighbor's lawn. There's all these things that we can do as the body of Christ, not only for one another, but for also our neighbors, our friends, strangers that need to see the love of Christ. So next time someone in your life is experiencing a tribulation, next time you are, which I don't wish on you, I want you to see that there is potential to serve God there in a way that we might otherwise not have. Let's read that verse one more time. And not only so, but we glory in tribulations also, knowing that tribulation worketh patience, and patience experience and experience hope. I wish you hope in your tribulation. I wish you hope for your friends who might be experiencing a tribulation. Let me pray for you. Dear God, 
we don't always understand why tribulation, difficult times, health issues come into our lives. But we're thankful that even though those are in our lives from time to time, that you are always standing with us. We thank you for sending your Son, Jesus Christ, the one to whom all things are in subjection. I pray right now, God, for anyone who is experiencing health difficulties. That can be scary, God. I pray for anyone who is experiencing the loss of finances. I pray for anyone who is experiencing a broken relationship. God, these things are difficult, painful, they're trying. I pray that you would meet everyone who's listening. I pray that you would meet everyone who is listening right now. That you would meet them exactly where they are. That you would work in them to bring about patience. That you would work in them to bring about experience. You would work in them to bring about hope. God, you are good. And I believe that on the other side, and even in the midst of these tribulations, that you are going to help us, to help them, and to help each other. We pray all these things in the name of Jesus, the one to whom all things are in subjection. In the name of Jesus, amen. Well, I hope you received hope from that today. If you want to leave in the comments what your current tribulation is, I'd be happy to pray for you. My name is Daniel, and this is The Narrow Road Home.